Perfect. Welcome back to, oh my god, I almost said, are you the one? Have you been watching Are You The One? No, but I always almost say that. Welcome back to the One Thing About Us podcast. This is episode... No idea. 14? Maybe. That's a lot. I have absolutely no idea. I think it's 14. Nice. Sorry we were gone last week. Yeah. We forgot to Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's no real excuse. We just simply did not record. No. It happens. It was the day of the pod, so Wednesday, Mm. and one of our friends had texted us and been like, oh my God, listening to last week's episode, it's so funny, like I love you guys, whatever. Texted Keegan, I was like, well, didn't upload this morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It happens. It's fine. But we're back. Yeah, we're here. How are you doing? Good. I We haven't recorded in a very long time. True. And now, because Kika's about to go out of town, we have to record like four episodes. Yeah. Not to Wish like uh, pull back the curtain, but everything you're going to hear for the next four hours of content, yep. pre-recorded. <laughs> the next four weeks is going to have to be pre-recorded. That's so. a month. We're going to be different people by the next time we film this <laughs> I podcast. I know. Anything oh. could change. One of us could be in a committed relationship. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, how are you? I'm really good. Oh. <laughs> that was nice. I'm really good. We've had um, friends in town this past week. Yeah. And it's just been an absolute blast. We have a live audience again today. We have Zayn yeah. and Mal. And yeah, our friends, Shannon and Mal, who we talk about often on the pod. Yeah. They have been here this past week, and then our friend Cindy came in for a quick second because Mr. August D himself Yungle. has been in L.A. Yes. So, I didn't get to go to any of the shows. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, you're good with it? Yeah. I went to one. Tell us about your experience seeing Mr. Yungi. I mean, it was pretty pretty low-key. I found out I was going the day before, um, so I cobbled an outfit together. <laughs> um, I do have an army bomb. So that was very exciting. That's crazy. I don't even have an army bomb. I waited up permission to dance live on stage Los Angeles until like one in the morning and merged to get my army bomb. Did you feel that passionate about it at the time? Well, no, because I was going to all four days. Oh, so you so, needed it, you felt like? Yeah, I didn't want to not have it for the rest of them. It really makes you feel naked without it, honestly. So I got one. Okay. I waited for it. It was worth it. I never thought I would use it again. So I was delighted to have an <laughs> opportunity. That was by far the thing I was most excited about. And our seats were good. Show's good. The Rose was sitting in front of us, the, the yeah, band, the K-band. Um, looking beautiful. It's funny how you can, like, spot an idol in the wild. For sure. Like, I don't know anything about the Rose. Never seen their faces in my whole life. And then, like, when they were all walking in front of us with their black jackets and their ball caps, April and I looked at them, and we were like, their skin is too nice. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, sent a picture. Group chat clocked it quick. Yep, they did. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. It's so true. There's something about just, like, the aura. Yeah. That a celebrity portrays that you're yes. like, yep, there they are. Because it's not like they were surrounded by staff or anything. Yeah. And it was a Korean artist. It's very normal that like some Korean people would come see the show. Yeah. They just felt important. They did. And you were right. I was right. Right in front of you. The yeah. Whole time. What if I was wrong and it was just like a civilian that I was taking pictures of? They'd be okay. But, yeah. They'd be fine. With it's that. funny that it's me though. It's always me. It is always Kika who spots the most crazy. Uh, tell the pod who you spotted at um, a festival last week or a few days before last week. Can't remember. Oh, yeah. And I would never have known. It's so funny. Yeah. I was at a festival in Redondo Beach for a client. <laughs> um, and we were, it was my friend Serena, Serena, our executive producer. Hi, Serena. Um, we were walking in the door and she goes, that's Ashton Irwin. And she just takes <laughs> off in the other direction. And I was just like, what? Literally what? runs away. I had to grab her back and be like, who 
because I didn't hear it the first time. It's but. just so funny, too, because Ashton is, like, kind of a meme within our friend group. Yeah, he's from Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah, he's the drummer of Five Seconds of Summer. And we kind of, like, we talk about him, like, every once in a while. Just in, like, a funny, joking way. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, whenever, you know. He's I feel a like, funny dude. Yeah, and he's one of those, like, celebrities that whenever we are just making a joke, he's always the go-to to just be like, and then Ashton Irwin would show up. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. Oh, well, maybe. But anyway, it's like a thing that we talk about every once in a while. So yeah. specifically with Mal, who's in the room right now. So yeah. the fact that it was just really funny. Yeah, it was funny. And um, he was there with his with his girl. Slay. He was also wearing an orange fedora. That sounds like him. Yeah. See, he, that's just an Ashton and there, thing. And there it is. <laughs> yeah. he, he makes himself a joke. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm like moving away from the microphone. We're like trying to figure out our microphone woes. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows that it's so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> when I listen to it in my car on the freeway, it's cranked like all the way up. And then if a song plays after, it just like blasts out my eardrums. Yeah, we've got to talk louder and we should just get a better microphone at some point. Yeah, we will. We won't. We will! Okay. okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's the opening gab. I have some questions for you. Let's go. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. If you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? Oh my, the first thing? Actually, just talk me through day one. What are we doing? I mean, I'm going to pay off my credit card. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, go-to is I would pay off my credit card. Yes. And then I don't really have anything crazy in mind for a lottery. I mean, I'd just pay off all my debt, pay off my car. I'm not like a, I would go buy the craziest things. I mean, it's only day one. I In my head, I'd pay off all of my debt, and mm-hmm. then I'd pay off all of my family's debt. Yeah, exactly. So pay off all of my mom, my dad, mm-hmm. obviously, like, my brother, mm-hmm. if they have any, mm-hmm. I'd like set up something for my nephew for him to like be supported That's a good one. his mm-hmm. whole life. Mm-hmm. And then I think I would just live a very comfortable, I, pro- I quit my job probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'd quit my job. Yeah. I would just live a happy, comfortable, maybe then I'd like book all of, this is what I would do. Okay. I'd pay all the debt off for everyone that I care for. Mm-hmm. And then I would book a trip for all of us. Oh, that's a really good to idea. To just go and have fun somewhere. That's a good one. And we would just that's like really go somewhere random mm-hmm. and just have a blast. Where would we go? I mean, let's be honest. We'd go to Korea. Yeah. <laughs> that is honest. And we yeah. would see whatever group is performing. Yeah. And we imagine best we the girls in Korea together. That would be crazy. I think we'd get kicked out of the country. I was going to say, I think something bad would happen. <laughs> I think something bad would happen. Something too. terrible would happen to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Not to, but you know. Yeah, it There's would. just too many of them. Yeah, no, 100%. Probability wise. Um, that's a good answer. I would do a similar thing. I would pay off my credit card. My loans, my student loans, my car, my phone, my apartment. Just everything. Yeah. And then I would cover my brother's school probably and set up some sort of fun for him. I keep thinking he's like 12. Yeah. He's he's just not. He's like 22 now? 21? Okay. No fun for him. What year was he born? Um, I remember it around 9-11. I think the year after 9-11. So 03? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the same age as Adrian. Oh, two. I wish you wouldn't say that. This comes up every so often. <laughs> that Zadrian is the same age as my younger brother, who I consider to be, like, much younger I than was, me. I was trying to get in my head an idea of how old your brother is, because you talk about him like he's 12. Yeah, he's six years younger than me. Okay. So he's 21. Okay. Which also makes his birthday 02. So okay. not 03. So the same age as NCT Dream G-Sung. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're not expanding on that. Um, but yeah, I would pay all that. I would retire at my parents. And then I think I would buy a house in like Palm Springs. 
like a, a second house and then just use it as an Airbnb. Yeah, that's the way to go. Um, so that it was like passive income and then I would just invest the rest probably. Yeah. Like go crazy with like 10K of it and then Exactly. The that's what you'd have to do. You would just have to hire a financial advisor and be Day like, one. tell me what to do. Also go into like witness protection. Yeah. Like if you make that much money, someone's going to kill you. Yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah. But that'd be fine. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to ask you a question now? Yeah, I have others. I just can't remember. I'll pull them up though. You okay. Go. Um, if you were to have stayed in your hometown, Cincinnati, never Ohio. moved away. Yeah. What do you think life would look like right now? Oh gosh. Um, you know the company Procter and Gamble. Oh. They're like huge. Yeah. But they're based in Cincinnati, okay. and like everyone who lives there works there. That's like. That's, it's a city of industry for that. So, like, everyone's parents worked there when I was a kid. I'm sure I would just end up there. Interesting. I think I would probably have a child. Really? Yeah. Because it would just be so stable. Like, here at any income, I can't get stable. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's But fair. I think if I were completely fine financially and my rent was... My parents' mortgage is less than my rent. Yeah, 100%. Like, I think if I were that stable and that bored... Yeah. I probably would have a kid. Yeah. I was just going to say if I won the lottery, I would probably have a kid. Do you, like, want a child? I don't know. Something's <laughs> happening in my brain, like, no. <laughs> I've never heard you talk about, like, actively wanting a child. I've often talked about actively not wanting a child. Exactly. So I like, don't know. Something's changing. So what are you talking about? Something to do with, like, the means. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, it's a no from Zadrian. I mean, I get it. Like, there obviously is... Something about obviously, if you had plenty of like, if that was one less thing to worry about in the midst of having a child, yeah, it would, it would make it much easier. I mean, money is everything still, with having a child. I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, there's some other things. But <laughs> there's a lot of other things that go into it. Yeah, but time is like an economy of its own. That's fair. And so, when you have that money, you can work less. You can hire childcare. You never have to worry about like a food source. Or education. True, yeah. I would say money is more than half of it. So do you think that deep down this means that you want a I child? I don't know. I don't know. What does this mean? I don't think so. Maybe. Do you think, what would you, what type of mom would you be? Oh, that's a good question. I have thought about this a lot. Okay. I imagine myself as like cool, hands-off mom, but I know for fact. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. I would think I would just be so high strung. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if strict is the word, but annoying for sure. I'd be like, where are you going? <laughs> really? Yes, <laughs> I do. Because I do that with my friends. <laughs> I definitely do think because I think it would be, obviously, I don't know what like your parents were like growing up and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of projecting. Tell me, if I was, tell me if I was right or wrong. Yeah. But I do think that the way that like your parents from an outsider's perspective seem to have just wanted the best for you and wanted you to have high education. Oh yeah, you've met my parents. I was job. like, where is this coming from? Whatever else. Yeah. I think that you would be the same way. Like you would very yeah. much want them to like just do well. It's true. I don't think I, I can escape that. Like yeah. my whole life, my parents were like, it's Ivy League or die basically or we kill you. Yeah. Um, they didn't and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it would be hard to not be that. Yeah. That's how I was raised. Yeah. Do yeah. you think that... Um, there were like things that your parents said that you would do super differently or like, would it be kind Most of Most things I Most would things? say. I would like to be different. Well, I think one is that 
you know, they raised me without any of their culture, basically. Mm. Like, I never really felt connected to other Indian kids in my youth because... Yeah. Okay, we, never have I ever. I, I know, literally. That one episode where they go to, like, the temple and stuff, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, she's just like me for real. But, I mean, because they didn't, now I don't have the ability to do that. Like, I don't speak the language. I don't know anything about yeah. the culture more largely. So, I guess I can't say that I would do that differently. Um, we moved a lot. As you kids. did? Yeah. Interesting. I as, didn't know that. Yeah, I was born in Chicago, and then I moved to L.A. for a year. And then I was in Dallas for three years. And then Ohio for the rest of it. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was tough. Oh, another thing I would never let my children do based on the life that I led, and I will not go into the statement any further, you cannot have a laptop in your room. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) From a child's age? Oh, it was desktop. A Dell desktop. But no. Yeah. No. (laughs) It's so... I was thinking about this. This is such a funny thing to, Mm -hmm. to like, say, but this is where my mind went. So my friends um, who have a one-year-old... Uh-huh. They posted the other night, they went out for like an anniversary dinner. Yeah. And they posted like a cute little, it was like, no, I think it was for Mother's Day. Mm. So they posted a cute uh. little like Mom's Day out or whatever. I can't remember what the caption was, but it was really cute. It was Alexis and Carson. They're adorable. They posted all these like sleigh pictures of them out at dinner. Uh-huh. And like um, their baby girl was like with the grandparents. So they just like had parents night out, whatever. Wrote this really sweet caption about like how in love they are, this stuff. And I was just like, but all I could think about was, like, Lila, their child. I was uh-huh. like, she's just going to, like, grow up and see that post one day. Yeah, not weird. Isn't that weird? Mm. I was like, I can't imagine if my mom had an Instagram mm-hmm. that I could go back and see what she was doing. It's, like, different than a – or it's, like, the new scrapbook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just weird it to is weird. think about. Like, yeah. the stuff that I'm posting now, if I have children one day, like, they'll be able to see that. Yeah. What? I, like, wonder if everything is almost too cataloged. Like, on my 21st birthday, my granddad sent me a video that he took on, like, a camcorder from, like, the day that I went home from the hospital. And my parents are just, like, rocking me. And I was just, like, weeping. I was like, this is so nice. But it was cool because I hadn't seen that before. And it was just, like, a glimpse into what me being, like, an infant looked like. Yeah. And now I feel like it's so oversaturated. Like, I don't know that I would want everything documented in that way, the way it is on social media. It's weird. Yeah. It's really, really weird. Yeah. I was, I also just think that being a parent in this generation, I mean, I think every generation it's hard for different reasons. Yeah. But I'm like... I agree with you. Them just like having a phone. I'm like, don't look at Don't crazy. look at anything. Don't look at anything. <laughs> oh my God. You know, my mom told me, speaking of how like different it is to be a parent in this generation, especially with like mommy vloggers, like telling you how to do everything. Yeah. My mom was telling me. So my dad had started his first like real job and my mom was in grad school when they had me and it was unplanned. They're oh, very wow. open about that. They wow. were not ready. Um, and all their friends were like, why did you do that? <laughs> um, but they said that. It was like the first week I was home. We lived in Chicago. And they were taking me out to take pictures of me as a small child. And it was still very cold in April. So they wrapped me in the jackets and scarves and everything. And as soon as they took me out in the sun, I just started sneezing uncontrollably. And they were like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> they were like, we killed her. <laughs> but then it was just from the sun. Yeah. Like a nice old woman came by and was like, oh, she's sun sneezing. Oh. Isn't that really cute? cute. Yeah. They were like, we killed our child. That's really funny. That would be me, yeah. I think. And my brother and I were both severely jaundiced. Like oh, really? Yellow skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lived. Yeah, here you are. Yeah. Everything's fine. But like, raising a child is truly just experimentation. Yeah. I don't think I could deal with that. 
Yeah, it's a. It's just. Oh, it's just so much. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine. I mean, one day I probably will be ready. I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't even know your approach on motherhood or anything like that. I tend to just assume that that is your path. Okay. Wait. What? <laughs> I just. I think that you want to be a mom, but I don't know if that's true. I'm sure I've asked you before. I just don't remember. It's not really like true or untrue. Mm. Like I, th- I see it in my future. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not at all. Never have been a person that's like. Oh, I just want kids so bad. Like, I think people probably assume that you are. Why? I don't know. You just got that energy. Why? Mom vibes. Why? Yeah. Ew. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. I wait. Guess. Can I get the consensus of the class? Yeah, they all agree. Really? Yeah. Oh, Zay, Zay doesn't, but Zay knows you very, very well. Zadrian, Go ahead. Zadrian, I think she just knows my outlook. Yeah, I, I definitely used to think. Oh, really? There no, you I go. It's a first I, impression thing. I know you said, I'm like, Weird. Why do people think that about me? I don't know. We'll have to unpack it later. Like Mal, what do you think? I just think you were always around kids when I first started hanging out with you, so I just, like, she loves them. Oh, that's true. Like, I did nanny, so, like, yeah. that gives that vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really like kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it would just be a lot you of work. You have mentioned that on the podcast really before. I don't like them. Yeah, I'm not a huge, like, I'm not, like, anti-kids, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've reached a similar point in my life around dogs. You're not like, you like them now? No, oh, I've always loved dogs and oh. I've always wanted one. I've been like, I must have a dog. It's, yeah. It's in my future. Now yeah. I'm like, maybe never. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just, for me with, honestly, my real take on being a mom, one, I think I'd be a really good mom. That we know. I think I'd be really good. Just like really, you think you'd be a good wife, which I, is also true. <laughs> I think I would just lay the house. Yeah. Um. But... Similar to what you were saying, I would have to really, all the stars would have to align. Perfectly. You know what I mean? For Couldn't it do happen. it alone. Single moms? I mean, obviously, on. like, I have like, to be in a committed marriage and yeah. we have to be living a stable life. Yeah. And I would also have to be ready to give up, like, my freedom and, like, my Yeah, will. No, I'm not like, doing that. That's I'm, me not wanting a dog. <laughs> I'm not even close to that right yeah, now. Yeah, like, I feel the same. I would have to be ready and committed to like fully give my life up for another human being. And I'm just so not ready to do that. It's crazy. Did you watch Love is Blind? No. There's like a couple that are talking about when they're going to have a kid. And the I've forgotten both their names. Did either of you watch this season? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. What are their names? names. Chelsea? Kwame. Kwame. So Kwame's a dude. And he's like... I don't want to have a kid for a while. And Chelsea is like, well, we need to do this expeditiously. I want to have a kid right now. And he is like, I am not ready to give up that freedom. Like I see us enjoying our married life together. And she's like, well, we wouldn't be giving up anything. We wouldn't be sacrificing anything. I'm like, I'm on this man's side. Yeah. Yes. I think also my like my viewpoint, because some people listening might be like, well, you know what? You're never going to be ready to be a parent, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but then I would just be willing to not have a child. Yeah, I feel the same. Whereas, yeah. like, with marriage, when people are like, you're never going to be in a perfect place to be ready to be married. Okay, fine, well, I'll give it a shot. Like, yeah. Because the only people at risk are me and my husband. Right. I'm not willing to put my child at risk yes. because I wasn't ready to be a mom yet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Slay. Slay. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, that was you asking me a question, right? Yeah. Where did that start from? What did I you asked you what your life would be like if you never left. Oh, what would your life be like if you never left your hometown? I think, <laughs> um, I think I'd probably, best case scenario, I would be employed at the church I grew up in. Yeah. I think that would probably be like best case mm-hmm. of me being happy mm-hmm. is I would be on staff at the church that I grew up in and mm-hmm. I would be 
a completely different person. Like, yeah. which I'm assuming you feel the same way, but yeah. I'm like, if I stayed, I would be so different. It's yeah. crazy. Like, I would just be exact. First of all, my country accent would be just Thick. balls to the walls. Yeah. <laughs> like, which I love. Do it more. No, no, no. I was no, watching a no, vlog no. from like only a, like two years ago. And my accent was insane. It's thick. It was only like two years ago, too. I like that. I hate it. It makes me feel so just like ignorant. I don't like it. Aww. Yeah. Anyway. um, And I'd probably, if I wasn't married, I think Mm -hmm. I'd be like really unhappily single. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Because it would just be so different. Or I would just be married to like some random gross person. I don't know if I would have been gay. That's, well, whatever you, whatever you said, I think I'd have a kid. I was like, with, with a, a man? woman? With a man? Like, yeah, did you I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I didn't, I was originally out as bi when I was in high school without ever having been into a woman. I was just like, I think. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. And I didn't come out as gay until college. Ooh, now I don't know. Do you think that if you were in Ohio, married uh-huh. to a man, would oh. you be suffering from depression? <laughs> Yes, but I'm suffering from depression now. (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to be rough no matter what. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be rough no matter what. No, I think I probably would be with a man. Because I was with men in high school. Not (laughs) intimately. (laughs) But You're like, I can't keep them off of me. (laughs) I was adjacently with men in high school. Um, Yeah, maybe. I think it would have netted out that way eventually. Also, I changed my mind about, like, Procter & Gamble. I think I would probably still be in the music industry. Because that's what I was doing in... In Cincinnati? Yeah. Like, at, like, local promoters and stuff. Oh, In Columbus and in Cleveland. I was at the magazine, so... See, the Maybe. reason I went with my church was, like, I can't think of anything that I could be doing within, like, the music industry in yeah. Knoxville. Yeah. Well, I would be doing music journalism. That's what I was already doing. I just wouldn't have changed course. Yeah. Ew. Ew, that's not me. Get now. out of your hometown, kids. You gotta. Get you out of there. Could be. You could be gay. There's nothing. <laughs> you could be gay. <laughs> and you'll never know. Gotta get out of there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, good. I had another question for... Where's my phone? Okay. Um. What is the most embarrassing fandom that you've ever been a part of? Fandom? Yeah. Um. Probably the um, fandom... Oh, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, Dan and (laughs) Phil. The Dan and Phil fandom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were all just so... I mean, everybody was drawing cat whiskers on their face in Sharpie. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, that's awful. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was really bad. But it's also just because, like, Dan and Phil are such, like, dorks. Yeah. (laughs) Like, being a fan of them. I I was convinced... How old were you? Too old. <laughs> well, I just, I'm asking because you were like a cool, popular girl, and they were nothing of the sort. They were speaking to the nerds, and you were just appropriating was, nerd culture. I was already homeschooling. Oh. I think I was homeschooling in the first year of college. Mm. So I was, it was 20, I don't know. I was like a late teen, mm. and I was convinced that Dan was Wasn't that like kind of late in their career? No, they were popping. Oh, okay. That was like when my they... timeline's off. Yeah, your timeline is off a little bit because that's their, whenever their second tour was in 2017. So their first one would have been in 2016. 2016, I was how many years ago was that? Seven. So I was 20. I was 16. That's the perfect time. I was 16, 17. That's the perfect time. Yeah. So and they were going on like their first tour and like mm-hmm. 2016, I would say was the peak of their career. Mm-hmm. Like they come out came out with their books. 
they went Wait, on tour. really? That's when I was in college. They did their whole thing, yeah. Something's not adding up. Something's not adding up. They had up. just had the gaming channel. It was a whole thing. Maybe. They had truly, like, taken over the YouTube industry. When was Donald Trump elected president of the United States? 2016. 2016. Wow. Okay. So, I was in Ireland at the time. More depressed than I've ever been in my life. Mm. And the only thing that got me through was watching Dan and Phil play The Sims. Yeah. But I thought, when I found that, I was like, didn't know these guys were still around. No, they were, like, popping at that point. Wow. If they were consistently posting Sim videos, then, like, that was their peak. Hmm. I learned something new. Yeah. Which, like, was it the most... I mean, honestly, the most embarrassing fandom could have also just been the One Direction fandom. Yeah, but that was too popular to be embarrassing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all the fair. cool people you meet now were in it. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, with Dan and Phil, whenever I would tell... They were like, what show are you going to see? And I was like, oh, these two YouTubers. Yeah. They're going to, like, put that's on... Brutal. They're going to put on a little play and, yeah. like, banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. That was basically it. Because you can't explain that to anyone. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. about you? Um, I was obsessed with the Twilight books before the movies came out. <laughs> it was my life. What What was your take? Who was your favorites? Who were your least favorites? Edward at the time. What was your favorite? Jacob now. Okay. But I just rewatched the movie like two weeks ago. Okay. And I was like, no, yeah, Edward again. Interesting. But anyway, um, the books for sure. Like I had the... You literally have one. The Ikea bookshelf that has, like, the squares. Yeah. I had the four by four, and I would dedicate each box accordingly. Oh, yes. okay. And That's I had cute. A, and I had a Twilight box. That's cute. Yes. And I'm trying to remember what was in there, but I definitely stole, like, a gift card from Barnes & Noble. That It didn't have any money on it, so not really stealing, but it had, like, the hand with the apple on it. All of this I say because I miss the days when you would line up outside of Barnes & Noble at midnight. Did you ever do that? No. Oh, I did. For every Twilight book. Really? And for every Harry Potter book. Dang. And now I haven't read in years. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I I should start reading. Yeah. I read something recently. Oh, I read, I got a Kindle. Okay. I demanded a Kindle. Okay. For Christmas and was given one. And now, like, a true piece of garbage. I have not even... It ran out of charge the first time. <laughs> I haven't charged it since then. Oh it's May. God. It's May as we speak. Um, but I was like, maybe I'll enjoy reading more if I read some, like, trash literature. You okay. know what I mean? Just, like, rom-com, girl-on-girl. <laughs> not smut. It was like a... Not that I have to qualify that. People can read smut. That's fine. It was, but it was just like a college romance, enemies to friends to lovers situation. For sure. As I started, I was like, mm, this is kind of dumb, but maybe in like a, like a trash lit way, this will become great. Get better. Hated it the whole way through. Dang. Did you read the whole thing? I read the whole thing. Wow. That sucks. soured me to reading forever. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm never going to read again. Yes. But I'm very excited for, have you read um, Red, White, and Royal Blue? Anyone in the room? No. Yeah. Mal has. It's the best book I've ever read. So oh. I'm going to come back to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's going to be a movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Never read it. You should. I've never really, other than the Harry Potter books, I've never really read any just like fiction books. You just got to find something that speaks to you. Yeah. It could be anything. Like Twilight. Yeah, it could be Twilight. <laughs> it could. It really, I'm sure I would love Twilight, but I'm not going to do that. You would love Twilight. I think I would, but I, I don't want to be that person. It's okay. I don't want to be that version of myself. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> Give it the old college try. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Do you oh. have any other questions for me? I do, but not right now. Oh, God. No, it's... ask me one more. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's your love language? Oh, 
Good question. Um, giving is, my giving and receiving are different. Okay. Giving is gifts. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, first of all, this is good for me to know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking. Okay. <laughs> and receiving is words of affirmation. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah. I like that. Yeah. What about you? Um, I haven't really thought about it in a giving and receiving way. Did you take the test? Yeah. Does it tell you that? I mean, there are multiple I ones. I don't think it does. There are a few. Oh, I need to take like the giving and receiving one then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, my top love language for giving or receiving is acts of service. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh. It's a big thing for me. Like just, huh. I mean, yeah, I don't have to explain what acts of service is, but it's a big deal for it's me. nice. And then if it just like... Because I, I think it also does, like, really gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... Wait, what? If you don't do it. Oh. Okay. I understand. You know what I mean? It's a requirement, Like, if, really. you're, if you're all talk uh-huh. and no action, Service. <laughs> I'm going to freak out. Yeah. Okay. And I also was telling Zadrian yesterday, because we were talking about love languages, and I think that outside of a romantic relationship words of affirmation is very high Mm -hmm. because like within my workspace or even just like friendships Uh, or anything like that, Mm -hmm. you just telling me like, Hey, you did a good job on this or Mm -hmm. this looks great or whatever. That's going to make me like feel incredible. And it goes so far for me and my confidence, but within like a romantic relationship, cringe me out so hard. Like really you like, I want you to candle light dinner, pick me up, do the dishes, help me with the project, whatever. But if you sit or too often tell me like, I love you. You're just so beautiful. You're so, I'm just going to, the more you say it, the less I'll believe you. It's a good thing we're not dating. Yeah. Like the more you be like, I just love you so much. I'm going to be like, do you actually? Like, like okay. why do you have to, are you trying yeah, to convince yeah. yourself okay. that you look like? I, I kind of see what you're saying. Or I yeah. just, I think also. You're like, you shouldn't have to say it. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I think I would definitely be the, okay, love you, bye. Like, definitely mm-hmm. like I love you before you hang up on the phone. Love you before we go to bed, whatever. Yeah. But I think too often trying to just be like, you are just so beautiful. I just, lo- I don't know. It would cringe me out. Okay. When you say it like that, it does sound a little cringy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Like every, and I think also choosing the moments would make it more meaningful to me yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's your least love language? Words of affirmation? I don't know. I go in and out. I think mine is probably quality time. I was going to say, I think quality time and words of affirmation are kind of low. Yeah. I'm like, I is, don't want to see you. Which is funny because <laughs> yeah. back in the day, I thought they were my top two. Really? But I think that as I've gotten older... I'm like, no, like they're not that high. Are you a physical touch person? Yeah, I think physical touch. Me too. Physical touch number two. Ah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Acts of service and physical touch. I think it is for me too, but we don't have a very touchy group of friends. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to force it on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, do you have any that you're like, I don't like this in a romantic relationship, but outside of romantic, I like it? Probably gifts. That's what I was, I knew you were going to say that. Really? I was, I was about to say that for you. Yeah. Really? Why? It just feels like something that you yeah. would, yeah. It just feels like a Kika thing to be like. Don't give me anything. Yeah, don't give me anything. Yeah. But I do get things obsessively. Yes. For people. <laughs> particularly romantically. You really? Yes. It's, you know, it's like. Anyway. <laughs> 
It's like when you're like a new kid in class and you like try and get things for people to buy friendship. Yeah. I also was about to say, I think that there is something as I'm, as we're talking about it, I do think that there would be like a level for me with gifts in a romantic relationship Yeah, or just any, where I would just be like, stop it. Yeah, I think there's also like stereotypical gifts in a romantic relationship, like a diamond bracelet or something like that, that just don't mean anything to me. And I feel like that would set yeah. the relationship off weird Yeah, for me to be like, thank you. Yeah, 100%. Like, I just want, I don't know, like it, a, an orange. Exactly. If it was like something meaningful and it was like, oh, they thought about me, they got this, cool. Mm-hmm. But I think another thing too is if every time we do anything, like you pay for it, I think that would make me feel uncomfortable. No, I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And you know that my weird kink is being ordered for at restaurants. Oh, you've said this. Yes. I don't know what love language that fits under. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. I like that. It could be that and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just that. That's the only thing. Yeah, I microdose it in all my friendships. I always like slide that. the menu over and I'm like, you got this one. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Okay. Slay. All right. That was good. That was good. We have a whole topic to get into. Let's get into it. Katie's the queen of this one. You take it. So today, I don't really know what angle we're taking, Yeah, which we never do. We give the most, like, we throw out to each other the most generic, like, broad topic, topic, and then we kind of just see what happens. We riff. So our conversation, <laughs> we riff. Our um, topic today is just social media. Yeah. And I do social media for my job. Yeah, people, and I don't. People pay me mm-hmm. to post things on their little sites. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Katie and I are kind of polar opposites in social media use. Okay. Um, with full respect for the other. But Katie's very good at posting on Instagram. And I feel like I get a full picture of who you are through your social media. Mm, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's true. I feel like... Okay, just continue. Okay. We'll dive into that, that later. Yeah. Um, versus I have no idea how to depict myself on social media. Mm. Like, I scrub everything that I have like once a month I noticed that yeah. and you've got to stop doing that I mean I've gotten that feedback before but I just I can't figure it out I think that I put too much weight into it yeah um and it's just not that serious yeah but my new thing is trying to advertise the cool stuff I do on my Instagram stories because I feel like I do cool stuff you do you do like cool when stuff. I went to Coachella I didn't post one time that's crazy I know and I feel like Okay, there's two sides of that. It's one side of like, is that coming from a place of, I just don't think about it because I'm living in the moment and life is good. And like, Mm -hmm. I think there's health in that. Like Mm -hmm. there is something very good about not feeling the need to like show off and tell everyone every single thing that you've done. Mm -hmm. But also I think there's another layer of like capturing and like actually posting for yourself to remember like the cool things you've done. Yeah. And also, like you said, just like show what kind of life you're living. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think I'm completely incapable of posting without ulterior motive. Like, I, when I post, I am full of the awareness that someone's going to draw conclusions about my life based on what I have posted. Wow. Yes. You really think about it. I think about it a lot. Um, and that used to, like, bother me. Like, I would feel bad about that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I never want to seem like I'm bragging or, I don't know, anything. I don't want any conclusions drawn about anything. So I would just wipe everything off. Yeah. And now, like, I have found, you know what I found is that when I do post, like, an Instagram story that's like, I did this thing, and then people respond, and they're like, ah, cool. I'm like, oh, my God. 
Like yeah, it's so nice. It's a it good feeling. Cool, yeah. So I'm trying to share more of that so I can enjoy more yes. of that because people actually are so nice. They really are. And I've yeah. noticed you've been posting more on your Instagram stories and it's oh. good. You're doing a good job. Thank you. I'm trying. What's your relationship with social media like? Actually, let me preface this before you go in. Okay. Because you once said something to me. Maybe it was on the podcast. I think it was. That was like that you mute people regularly on social media. Yeah, because, um And you'll never know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you'll scroll past things that just don't make you like feel good. And you're like, I don't want to engage with that. Which is just not something I would have expected from you because you engage with social media so much that I think from the outside, it seems like that wouldn't affect you. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, I go back and forth. I have a love hate relationship with social media Mm -hmm. because I think that it tends to bring out the worst in all of us. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, I love it in a way of, I love the social scrapbook of it all. Like I love being able to look back on my life. I love, I try to post consistently because I love looking back and being like, Oh my God, that's what I was doing two years ago. Like, Mm -hmm. that's so cool. That's what I looked like two years ago. Like, that's so cool. That's who I was hanging out with, whatever. So And I've gotten worse at it lately, specifically Mm. with, like, actually showing what I'm up to on, like, Instagram stories and, Mm. like, just showing, like, hey, this is a cool thing that I'm at. Mm. So I even need to be a little bit better at, like, actually capturing, like, cool things that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, But when it comes to, like, muting people and things like that, I definitely am pro taking, like, breaks from social media. Mm -hmm. And I'll go through seasons where, like, I don't even have the apps on my phone or whatever else just because it is such a big part of my life that Mm -hmm. like sometimes specifically because it's like I can't just like fully be like oh I'm gonna go like cold turkey and not be on social media all week because I I do it for a job so I have to be on social media I have to see what like the current trends are the current cool things to post the current not cool things to post like what everyone's doing at all times Mm -hmm. not just for myself but for my clients so I think that because I live so much into the social media world so many hours of a day Mm -hmm. that whenever I step back, it's hard for me to remember sometimes, or I have to check myself and be like, Katie, that's not reality. Like everything that everyone's posting is the highlight reel. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's posting the best parts of their life. Even if they're posting, like I had a really crappy day today, there's still uh, like a motive behind that. Mm -hmm. So it could even be like, I want everyone to know that I had a crappy day, but like I'm posting about it because I'm going to be better. Like all, uh, like all yeah. of it, there's yeah. always motive. Oh, yeah, there's motive behind me. every single post. Mm-hmm. So, which I'm preaching to the choir. Like we're all Gen Z millennials that know that about social media, that it's like the highlight yeah. reel, whatever. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I've just had to learn like my limits and my limits are if I scroll past your post mm-hmm. and it makes me feel any type of way, you're mm-hmm. getting muted. Because I'm not going to feel like that. It's yeah. just not happening. So, like... I mean, that's, like, the one space you get to curate that's entirely totally. yours. 100%. So, why not enjoy it in any way? Exactly. So, I've also found that I just end up following, like, celebrities that their lives just, like, aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, all yeah. I even see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is just so funny to me. But yeah. I'm not a big influencer follower or celebrity yeah. or anything like that. I'd, like, hardly follow any K-pop groups or idols even. Yeah. Well, I've realized that for me, whenever I'm like, oh, I spend a lot of time on social media, I feel like most of the social media time I spend is just like idols or like other random celebrities. But if it's like random influencers or wannabe influencers, Mm -hmm. I cannot. Anyone that seems like a real person, I'm like, no. True. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever considered yourself like addicted to any form of social media? 
Um, I'd like to think not just because I do regularly like cut it off and I'm mm-hmm. just like, I can't mm-hmm. like be a part of this today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that definitely recently I've like caught myself being like, I just need to spend less time on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just need to not be on Instagram as much as I am or whatever I, else. I open Instagram so reflexively just to tap it's their like, stories. Stories ruin my life. Like I'll be at a red light. I'm like, open an Instagram. Yes. Like, me too. So like, bad. Girl, put your phone down. I know. Like why are you opening Instagram right now? It does not matter. God. I used to be addicted to Twitter for sure. During like One oh, Direction really? stand Twitter era. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I, up all night. No pun intended. <laughs> like just yeah. on it. Doing I definitely whatever. think that I'm not addicted just because like yesterday I left my phone in my car after we went and got coffee. Slick. And I just couldn't be bothered to go get it. Yeah. So my phone was in my car all day long. Yeah. And I just didn't have it all day. Yeah. Nice. And I was not perfectly content, about it. super yeah. happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely like I try to lean towards the like Let's put our phones away. Mm-hmm. Let's not have out social media, whatever. Yeah, but, we're both like that. Yeah. Which is good. That's like one of our, both of our biggest pet peeves. Yes. Is if we're like at dinner and someone's on Instagram, I'm like, get that out so of here. you hate me? No, literally. It's so <laughs> annoying. Time like, and place. Oh, I just, yeah. How, like, don't, just be aware of everything that's going on. I know. We all have limited time together. Exactly. One life. I, um, how do you feel about, because you were saying that you need to post more on Instagram stories. How do yeah. you feel about posting on your feed? You just talked about, like, uh, you don't know how to, like. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Mm. Like, I, it's clear that I didn't always feel this way. If you go back in my archive, oh, my God. Uh, first of all, there's a lot of posts. Second of all, like, I was happy to be embarrassing at any yeah. time. Um, I think That's I what it is. Post. Have you ever thought about that? Like sometimes I'll post something. I'm like, this is humiliating. Yes. Like I'm just like, here I am. Living. That's what even, I'm saying. Even if it's not a selfie, even if it's not like a picture of myself, I could be posting a bunch of cool stuff, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Existence is embarrassing. It is. Yeah. I don't want anyone to get the perception that I want them to have any impression of me. It's super meta and like rolled over itself a million times. Yeah. But I'm like. As soon as I post this, someone's going to think that I wanted to post this for this reason. And then they're going to think about this. And I was thinking about that. Yeah. I don't want any of that. Because I was thinking about all of that. It's yeah. true. I was thinking about all of those perceptions. I facetuned it to hell. Yeah. I like <laughs> So curated. I spent 40 minutes on the caption. Oh. <laughs> you just it can't. really stresses me out. Dang. I don't like it. I, and it's largely like a physical insecurity thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's just a part of it. I'm a woman. Yeah, exactly. I feel like most people feel that way. Yeah. I am the opposite. I've been posting whatever. And it's always great. I appreciate that. You have your brand locked down also. See, I appreciate that because I don't feel that way. Oh, but you do. Audience? Oh, you do. Wow. Let's go. Yeah, 100%. I appreciate that because I don't feel that way at all. I definitely feel like I just be posting whatever. Here we are. Yeah. So I I do know that like, okay, so I'm going to be... I, I don't know how far you've ever scrolled back on my Instagram, but Probably back far. in 2017, I had just moved to Nashville. Mm. It's very much in my influencer era. <laughs> um, and all of my feed was this shade of white. Mm. And it was a very like cohesive feed. Like you could scroll and scroll and scroll and every post was like super white, super like edited the same way, whatever. Yeah. So I've definitely went through seasons of really caring about my Instagram, like really, really caring about it. And honestly, just from a way of like, it was just something fun for me, like truly a creative outlet to be like, this is like a little mood board that I get to put together. You enjoy it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, and then, I mean, I went through a season two where I was like taking pictures just 
truly of myself every day to post because it's a fun little thing to show off my outfit Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. I think for me it's just been a lot of like it's just fun to show like like this outfit I put together or look at whatever in like a creative way rather than a like showing off that I'm pretty you know I I think if you're posting whatever and your brand is still looking so cohesive that just means that all of your posts are like really truly you and authentic like you were coming out every time that you post I like that. That's nice. I like that a lot. I like that. I can't relate, but I do like it. Thank you. You're welcome. I um, think that you should post more. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. First of all, I'm very bad at taking pictures. Any pictures. Not just of myself. I, like, can't work a camera. Which is crazy because, like, for the listeners, Kika is a very aesthetically pleasing person. Like, her home is very aesthetic. Her outfits are always very aesthetic. She has cool tattoos. She always has cool jewelry. Like, all in all... Her interests are aesthetic. Like, she has a whole thing going. So the fact that she struggles with putting it on Instagram is very surprising. Thank you. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> really? Like, I, in my head, I see what your Instagram should look like. <laughs> I just feel like an idiot. Trolloping through life. No idea what's going on. <laughs> just grabbing the first thing out of my closet. Looking no like an else, idiot everywhere No one else looks at you that way. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's always nice. To... I'm just in my Christmas BT21 socks. <laughs> <laughs> At least you I have an you. outfit on. I don't have like anything on right now. Oh my God. Mal is pulling up old pictures from my old Instagram That's right cute. Now. That's another thing about me. I've, I've obviously archived a few, mm-hmm. but I have like my very first picture I've ever posted on Instagram. Like it's there. You have your stuff up. If you scroll back, like it's there. Wow. I have nothing on mine. I have. I want people to get the full view. I'm like, listen, I... I created my Instagram in middle school, so you're going to see middle school Katie. That's nice. Mine is just after straight kids. I just made it only my straight kids posts are oh, on gotcha. my Instagram. And Coachella. I made a reel. That was crazy. I feel so much shame over that reel. It's insane. You deleted it? No, I just, I will though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start posting more reels. They're fun. I, I just always forget. feel great. Really shame is like the only word for it. Dang. Yeah, I hate it. So you feel this way about yourself posting. How often, whenever you see someone else post, are you like, that's so embarrassing they did that? Oh, no. Don't therapize me. Never. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. No one is thinking about it. You know why no one's... You know when... Sometimes. Well, sometimes if it's really bad. I'm scared. But it's like no one else is thinking about it. You know why? Because we're all thinking about ourselves. Yeah, that's true. That's how I feel when my makeup looks really bad before I go out. (laughs) (laughs) You know where else I feel that way? At the Korean spa. Naked as a well, yeah, I mean, that's because you're butt naked. It's, it feels the same, it feels worse actually <laughs> on social media. I think I would rather be naked at the Korean spa than post on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, that's true because you've done, yeah, you've I do it naked all at the Korean spa more times. than I posted on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, probably that makes sense. Yeah, dang. How do you feel whenever people um, don't have like a social media president? president? <laughs> When they don't have a social media for them. When they have one, then it's me. <laughs> How do you feel whenever somebody's like, when you're like, oh, let's get, let's be friends on Instagram. They're well, that like, fucking stresses me like, out. They're like, I don't have one. It stresses me out. I'm like, where I'm are like, you? Why don't you have Instagram? Literally. Like, just get one. I know. Oh. It's free. Just get one. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> well, this is actually why it was in 2019 that I first wiped my entire Instagram and I made all my profile pictures black. It was because, <laughs> yes, that was before it was like a Black Lives Matter thing. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I made them all pink. 
as a me thing. Nice. Um, See, this is one thing that I cannot figure out, and that's my profile picture. Yeah, I've seen you have struggled. That to, is what I've struggled with. So it. now it is a blue little icon. But I think I was, oh, I remember. I was talking about some girl in a negative way. I, I don't feel bad about this. She's a mean person. But <laughs> I was showing her to my boss at the time. Then I was like, oh, look at her. And then I felt so bad. I was like, it's crazy that like I can just pull up someone's life wow. on my phone, wow. criticize it, be like, I don't like this girl. Wow. I freaked out. And I was like, I don't want anyone to perceive me on the internet ever. And I tried to basically scrub myself. Like I wiped as much of my Twitter <laughs> as I could. I like scrubbed my Facebook, scrubbed my Instagram. Wow. Yeah. I will say something that, like, does, like, concern me every once in a while is whenever I think about if anyone ever found any of my fan accounts. Yeah. That's one time, it was about two years ago, uh-huh. I still had um, my BTS account. Yeah. Which, my BTS account, which is has been inactive for, like, a year now. It's still alive. Mm-hmm. But it started as, like, a One Direction account, then mm-hmm. it was a Five Sauce account, then mm-hmm. it was a Dan and Phil account. Mm-hmm. And now it's a BTS account. God, it's been through so much. So it's been through so much. So I'm like, wh- I can't imagine the things I've said on this account. No, like, I know. I just can't imagine. But I, I'm sure that there's maybe like one or two pictures of me on there. Uh, but I'm like, there really isn't like a lot of stuff that is me on there. Yes. So like, but I mean, it's there. It's there. I know. I'm terrified. Because you know how I started that Stray Kids fanfic Tumblr? Yes. It's crazy that I'm saying this on this is I cannot believe you just said that. Only because everything I was <laughs> losing her mind. Everything I was reading was terrible. And I was like, I bet if someone just wrote something coherent with grammatically correct sentences, they would blow up. And that could be me. So I did it. And I, it blew up. I got like three thousand followers in like a month. You're you're never gonna find it. Um but I'm like, did I ever put a picture of my probably not. But, but what ma- if but what if? What if? I think about that all the time. And when I was a One Direction child, literally a child, yeah. me and two other girls had some uh, fic Tumblr that was like 1D like sexaddicts.tumblr.com. <laughs> and I often think about how we're never going to be able to get in. We'll never be able to delete it. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know fully the URL. You know how I know that this is concerning? It's because of people like Kehoe from P1 Harmony. Yes. People want to find that. Yeah, people, for anyone who doesn't know, P1 Harmony, K-pop group, Keo, their leader, mm-hmm. he just had a Jimin Stan account. Yeah, he loved it. And, like, people post these tweets all the time. And there's, like, one tweet, and he's like, if I ever get famous and y'all never hear from me again, don't worry about it. He did. Yeah, he, he did. He just did. And he was posting, like, crazy stuff about Jimin. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> Representation. <laughs> yeah, no, it petrifies me. The good news is I'll never be famous. I can't even get into the fact that I have a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's scary. Scary stuff. We were we watched a few videos the other day, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And those were only a few years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Humiliating. I went through an era of wanting to be a musician, and there was <laughs> this, like, booth at a music festival we used to go to when I was a kid, and I, like, played a little song. I played Skinny Love by Boney Bear on the guitar, cool. and they recorded it, and they put it up on YouTube, but it wasn't my channel. It was their channel. <laughs> Kelsey, my dear friend Kelsey found it the other day and was crying at this comment that was like 12 years old from me that just said, please take this down. Oh. <laughs> In all caps. That's crazy. I think it is finally down, but. Do you, um, yeah. do you always think about well, one day if, and for any reason I were to get famous mm. with the things on the internet that would surface? For example, for that, me. that would be your thing. You know how like whenever an idol debuts, we yeah. all be searching yeah, Mark yeah. Lee pre-debut. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we want to see it all. Yeah, of course. 
the yeah. things that would show up it if you searched me. Katie Joe pre-debut. Pre-debut. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, no, it's terrifying. It's fine, though. That's probably. the other thing that I worry about. Like, when I got my current job... Uh, yeah, I, that's concerning. I work with, like, celebrity clients, and one of them was, like, one of my favorite bands at the time. And they did go through my Twitter when they were hiring me, and they were not going to hire me. They, like really checked in the interview to see if I was like a normal person and the majority of them didn't want to hire me yeah but the CEO did thankfully yeah that's the Uh, thing it's like you literally can't yeah have a thing yeah doesn't matter if it was 10 years ago yeah scary (sighs) yeah social media cesspool (laughs) so true yeah maybe that's not the conclusion that I should be landing on but yeah the conclusion is that social media is a fun little scrapbook for us to have because you know what even though I was going through my YouTube videos and they were cringy and I looked so so ugly Mm -hmm. and I sounded so awful I'm sure you didn't truly home videos (laughs) yeah yeah, they were true yeah I think it's also like I feel a lot I feel bad about contributing to the highlight reel of it all with my own highlight reel I think it's fine as long as you know it's a highlight reel. I think it's fine because I don't want to look back and, like, remember all the bad stuff. I want to remember the good stuff. Yeah. You always give me some insight while we're recording that, like, sticks with me for the rest of the day. Wow. I like that. Yeah, that was the one. Slay. Yeah. Well, guys, go follow us on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In our podcast Instagram. Yeah. You want to do the outro? Hey, guys. (laughs) It's a quiz. (laughs) This is an outro. And you can find us at O T B O Tab O Tab. What is it? O T A B. O T A O Tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first you said O T B. Oh. O T A B Pod. Yeah. On Does Instagram. it not stand for one thing about us? Yeah. Thought it did though. Thought it did though. Uh huh. And you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Music and I think maybe Google Podcasts. Maybe not. If you're a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a freaking loser, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts. Uh, and rate us five stars and leave a review. And we post every Wednesday. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. You didn't say you loved them. I knew you were going to say that. I love you. <laughs> you always say it. You didn't say it. <laughs> love you. Okay, bye.